It's Kusakast time! The season of love is now well and truly behind us. Did you find your one true love? Or did you stay home alone? Well, if things didn't really go your way, then know that you can always stay in all day listening to that time I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends Podcast, Chapter 104. That time I reincarnated as an alternate universe and the host sounded different for some reason. And don't forget to use the code This is Weird. I want to go home now to get 30% off your Trash Manga Friends body pillows. Only while stocks last and they are selling like hotcakes. You must know what this is by now. This is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, capturing what's good, closing off what's bad, and abandoning what's trash. I am your brother host. Mike, joined by Shut-In Sean and Pent-Up Phil. How are you both today? Man, you're really good at these intros after 100 episodes, buddy. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of practice in, you know. So I, I put in my 10,000 hours, and uh, I, there we are. I'd be less pent-up if I had one of those body pillows. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's why we give him the discount. We know what our right, audience right. wants. So, uh, you guys having... A good oh, yeah, time? Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's great. I'm about to lose a grand on a dental filling. So yeah, <laughs> my life is amazing, buddy. Oh man, I love dental issues. Those are my favorite. It's uh, th- this is this is after multiple attempts of we're going to take your tooth out, and then as it turned out, they couldn't take my tooth out. So now we're going for the backup, which is it's just slam stuff into it, and that'll God, fix good it. old root canals. Good Classic. old expensive root canals. Classic Sean with all his health issues. Ah, oh, you know me, oh, man. Like with you know the ingrown toe and the kidney stones and all that. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, and you know the other day I woke up and you know I had like the mildest echo of a headache and it was like oh, oh hey, am I right? Oh, that must be awful. I mean, you know what? It's it's pretty much par for the course that Sean's always dying on this podcast. But you know, you, you still got to feel bad for him on occasion. I mean, of the three of us, he is the one most known for dying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you think Mike loves going outside, being in nature. Phil does something with computers, but we're not sure what. Sean, just dead. All the time dead. Or dying. One or yeah. the other. It, life is pain. But, I mean, how, how was your latest escapade outside, Mike? Oh, it was great. I saw some grass, I think. I think that's what it was. Um, don't ask me i'm always dying i wouldn't know that's that's true yeah if you went anywhere near grass you would probably just die uh there are people out there did you know there are people out there crazy yeah i know it's doesn't make sense i don't know why you would go out there but there here you are i mean you're you're the one that goes out there mike you i tell know us. i know it, it why, makes why, no why would you go out there it makes absolutely no sense but god i just can't stop going outside it's oh it's the best probably <laughs> <laughs> i mean i, mean, I don't you would know, Mike. <laughs> I mean, going outside is very, very relevant because uh, this time around, we are in for a very special alternate reality episode of the podcast, and we are covering Welcome to the NHK, aka NHK Ni Yokuzo. This is a psychological comedy slash, well, psychological slash comedy manga, uh, which originally was a novel in 2002 before being adapted into eight volumes of a manga in 2003, extending to 2007. Written by Tatsuhiko Takimoto and art by Kenji Uyua. Uh, Welcome to the NHK is definitely their most well-known work, but they've also worked on a bunch of other uh, less notable stuff. 
Kenji Ua is uh, the Assassin's Creed manga, I believe. Physical copies of the original novel and manga series were licensed by Tokyo Pop, so, you know, good luck finding that these days. But then it was acquired by Viz later on for digital releases. There is a 24-episode anime from 2006 by Gonzo, which is how I personally... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an old one. I mean, we, we always do the most up-to-date manga on this show, so there you go. Famously. I, I'm Famous. just more having the realization that it's been like 15 years since this. Oh, God. <laughs> it's been more than 15 years since this. Yeah, yeah. Since I saw it. And I'm like, oh, oh, right, no. right, right. I get you. Which is how, you know, I personally saw this as an anime in 2006, but yeah. Actually, no, I saw it originally in like 2009, but anyway. Uh, which is uh, now available to stream on Crunchyroll and Funimation. On, on what? Crunchyroll and okay. Funimation. <laughs> I definitely didn't flub that one. <laughs> What's Funimation? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I'm not entirely it sure exist. what's happening these days, but... Uh, it doesn't exist. Well, in this alternate reality, it does. So uh, it, still uh, right, does. Right, right, okay. it still does for a bit. It, yeah. Funimation haven't gone yet. They're, f- they're, on, they're sagging it out, but it's not gone yet. Yeah. So. Uh, and it'll go on forever in this alternate reality we're currently finding ourselves in. So... Now, without further stalling for time... What are you on about alternate reality? Oh, I don't know. Just in case you were wondering... You know what? It's probably not important. It's probably not important. Uh, Phil? It's just a normal leap day on a normal year. Considering it only comes around once every four years, you'd think something weird would be going on, but nope, here we are. I mean, yeah, just regular February the 30th. (laughs) Yes, regular old February the... I love smarch. (laughs) (laughs) Lousy smarch weather. Phil, will you please welcome us to the NHK with a brief plot synopsis? Sure. Welcome to the NHK follows Sato Tatsushiro, who is a hikikomori, a shut-in hermit type person. Doesn't leave the house, he's a a neat, he doesn't have a job, he's not in uh, any form of education or training, and he wishes to try and change that but he believes it's all part of some grand conspiracy part of the nhk organization trying to keep the hikikomoris shut in and pressed down in society until he meets the lovely girl misaki who has a grand plan of making him not a shut-in yeah um i'm not sure what the uh moral implications of what's going on here are I'm not sure if they're any good or bad. Like, obviously, she her main thing is she's taking this shut-in guy and trying to make him not a shut-in, trying to improve his life. But, like, the way she goes about it is weird and kind of, like, poking the, poking the, the shut-in person, like, kind of just, like, saying, like, hey, your life sucks. Doesn't it suck? He is he is a test tube baby, and she has got her biology 101. Is like if I follow these steps, then you know something will happen, probably. She also doesn't know what she's doing. No, <laughs> like, not at all. Oh, yeah, so her, her she knows pro- she wants program, to do this. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, her, her program project, whatever you want to call it, with big massive air quotes around it, is just she's like maybe she just like go outside. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried? Outside? You tried touching grass. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It it reminds me a lot. I don't know if any of you saw this. Like over the Christmas period, there was like that 
I think it was a review review on Anime News Network, which is about the uh, the author who did um, the whole like my lesbian experience with loneliness and all of that stuff. But so basically about self autobiography style manga about a girl with like actual genuine like issues. I think they're transsexual as well, so like lots mm-hmm. of psychological issues. And the view was essentially just, well, I'm a psych expert, so why don't they just fix themselves? Why don't they just, you know, take the steps to be better? Yeah, yeah. armchair, armchair yeah. psychologists. Yeah, like, I know it's a joke, like, that people say, you're depressed, well, just stop being sad, you silly goose. It's oh, like, you know, just go to therapy. Why don't you just, why aren't you fixing yourself? Like, yeah, like, I, I know that's a joke, people say, but they say it as a joke because some people legitimately think that. Like, just stop being sad. It's pretty easy. I do it all the time. I'll do you. <laughs> I'll do you like, now. Oh, you know, occasionally I'm sad, and then I just stop. Yeah, it's that just... easy. Like, or like you know, I have some ice cream and I feel fine. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> you know, people go up to me all the time and say, "Sure, why don't you just stop dying? Why don't you just you know go out more and just be yeah. better?" And I'm like, "I, I why, why can't I wish, you just man. be more Mike?" Yeah, yeah. Like, why why can't you be more like that guy who always goes outside and actually likes being around people and you know isn't sick all the time ever? I'm sorry, I failed you, mom. <laughs> That's a very classic Mike thing to do to fail their parents. <laughs> That's a classic me thing to do. Get it right? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, Sean. I, I just said Mike because I was thinking of myself because I'm very narcissistic. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> back to this. Back to this. I mean, he is pretty narcissistic as well, but... I, I, I will say, like, because he... So he is, as Phil said, a hikikomori, and uh-huh. there are a lot of series, especially isekais, where they, like, tend to like, portray this as, like, I'm sure they're a shut-in, they're still pretty sociable like when you yeah. throw them in the scenario they're sociable they're a natural leader they're strong everything no this guy has genuine psychological issues and you yep. genuinely see that throughout this they commit to the bit which is more than you can say for i don't know people who can't party up and whatnot in that vein he's, he's alone mike he can't <laughs> party up but they never quite claim in this to ever say that he can't possibly do these things and then immediately go about doing them like, it, it's established pretty early on that, yeah, he can physically do these things. Like, he can physically go outside. He can physically interact with other people. It's just he doesn't do it very well. And as a result of that, that's, and, you know, a bunch of other things, that's resulted in his his loner life, as it were. Yeah, I mean, heck, from the very first social interaction you see with, I, I don't think they're a Jehovah's Witness, but along the same lines. Yeah, yeah. That, that sort of idea, yes. That sort religious... of thing. And all you have to do is say, no, thank you, and, you know, leave it there, kind of. And if they mm-hmm. start trying to talk to you, just shut the door. But, uh, yeah. no, he uh, has a full-on, like, I've never been, why are you on about, I'm, I'm not a hikikomori, how dare you think this? Uh, I know, I'm the, no. Uh, yeah, it's like, I first mean, of all... That, that, that is just him, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, but that's like chap- That's like the first major social interaction you see with him for chapter one, just to really establish, oh no, he is full-on. Yeah, he, he's, he's not, a, not in a good place, mentally speaking. And that's one of the reasons how... Well, first of all, that's how uh, he meets with our main heroine. And uh, that's because she's like along for the ride with this... Her not Jehovah's Witness situation. And so she sees him and goes, ah... I can do a psychology. I'll help you. And that's how this happened, which it's okay. Predatory is the wrong word because she's not really gaining anything out of this. But that we're aware of, yeah, at least. Yeah, but it's at the same of, time, like, there's, it's, there's definitely more to it than 
Yeah, yeah there's, there's weirdness to her character that comes up later of like why she's doing this. It doesn't feel good all the same. It, it, it feels kind of messy somehow, even though on the face of it it's not, but that kind of makes you feel like there's something going on and it doesn't feel good, you know? Even though it's presented as this, I'm going to be light, fluffy, and helpful. I'm going to help you overcome your isolationist ways. Like, oh, well, initially, like it's it. like a, it's probably a correct word for it, but like a saint complex of like, oh, I'm going to mm. raise you out of these issues. I'm going to, yeah, make you, make you a functional member of society again. And then, honestly, later on, yeah. Yeah. And then later on, yeah. Well, well, first of all, later on, you have the revelation where she has, for some reason, is also extremely self deprecating, but you just rarely see that. But she mm-hmm. thinks that she's absolute garbage worse than him, even though we've said literally nothing to suggest why that would be the case. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the weird uh, controlling slash psychotic tendency she has when they just casually drop in one of the later chapters that she's bugged his fucking house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah. I mean, on that first point, it's actually a pretty common situation that people who want to help people are also fairly broken themselves. That's a, that's a real thing. Like, the vast majority of, like, counselors therapists etc they've had some kind of trauma in their past life like you don't get into that line of work without having some kind of personal investment in it and so that does make a little bit of sense that she has something going on with her that she wants to also fix vicariously through another person so that does make some sense however then we get to your second point and the extent that she goes for that that's not okay (laughs) she goes to the point of like bugging his house and basically insinuating him herself into his life that's mm, that's not yeah. okay at all i mean there's there's one point that i think it's before the bugging stuff but there's one point where she's just talking to him in his house and he's never explained how she got in at all mm-hmm. and he i don't think he's in the right state to cotton onto this at the time but i was there going how how are you in the house because he wouldn't have let you in yeah like, he doesn't uh, let anyone in apart from, well... Has she got a key somehow? <laughs> he just broke it into a random believe. window. Yeah. Like, I, I believe that she somehow got a key to his house and just let herself in. And I believe that he is unstable enough to just say, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to let this strange person into my house at all times. Well, we have been shown as well that he does. He has done, like, alcohol. He does smoke. Uh, he has, on occasion, done drugs. Yes. Well, at uh, least, sorry, to be more specific, when I'm saying drugs, I'm on about like over the counter pharmaceuticals and that kind of stuff rather than cannabis or anything like that. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. He he snorts something in chapter one. It's never shown what. And yeah. he trips balls. <laughs> that does is that, happen. That is true. I, th- I think the line that they've got to is that he doesn't do like. Yes, he doesn't do any drugs or anything. hard drugs is the implication but he certainly uh he has i mean he has a friend who we'll get to later but who will like be like oh man no you gotta just take one of these pills for tiredness and one of these pills for depression and yeah. just you know damn the hatch yeah, yeah. The, the the whole tripping scene it's actually pretty funny and i think that's the reason why so many people myself included got hooked into this series to begin with because this scene it happens in chapter one or episode one of the anime where it's a very fast-paced show, um, despite the themes of go- that's going on here. Because it could be very slow and serious. It's not. It's all played for laughs the whole way through. And there's this scene where he just starts tripping balls, and like his fridge starts talking to him, and his random furniture starts like 
having like faces and eyes and just talking to him and it's like terrifying but it's all also very funny because of the fast pace of it all that part hooked in myself and a lot of other people but the rest of the story is nothing like that yeah so this was something i wanted because i'd still remember having even though i've not seen or in fact read these thing volumes because i have I do own the Tokyo Pop volume somewhere, having not read these in like 15 years. But I do still remember that whole image of like the TV screen with that wacky face on it and like them laughing. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, that's that's quite a lot of the show. And then reading this, I'm like, oh, the NHK conspiracy angle and that hallucination, that's irrelevant. Only in, I'm not going to say irrelevant to what we've read, maybe, but I'm pretty sure it's not relevant to the whole thing. Know. But my point was more, it happens once and then doesn't. It never comes up. It never comes up again. And I'm yeah. like, but the series is called Welcome to the NHK. How has this only happened once? Yeah, I feel like all of the conspiracy stuff just like never comes up again, at least in what we read. Like he's a conspiracy yeah. theorist guy because he is a shut-in. And then as soon as he stops being such a shut-in, it all goes away, like immediately. Like I, I, don't, I don't remember another time, at least what we read, that it's ever mentioned again. Like it, it immediately shifts gears to him trying to better himself i guess in a very he's weird definitely way trying trying yes trying is the operative word it's just i've, I've yeah. never begrudged him that <laughs> it's a bit like he goes about it maybe yeah it's a bit rough <laughs> he does have like and to be fair this is also probably true of a lot of hikikomori he does have the desire that he does want to step out of this but yeah because rest assured like being a hikikomori it's not a medically diagnosed thing but it is a real thing where there are people who are so disenfranchised by reality that they get completely shut off from the world and they do it is also usually not a voluntary choice it's usually it's you know the way it's typically shown is someone's like just finished school or university something and they just struggle to find a job yeah and they keep struggling they keep struggling until eventually they just withdraw from society yeah especially in japanese culture failure they're they're like no it's just not worth it yeah especially in japanese culture where um where you're like you're basically you're required to do all this education and then as soon as you get out of that education like the second you get out of it you need to go work for insert company here just a company and then you have to stay at that company forever because if you ever leave that company you're a traitor and you can't get another job or it's like really hard to get another job and if you it's yeah, it's 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 not impossible by any means, but no, no. Yeah, certainly less so than say over here or America, where the expectation is people move jobs every five years or something. Yeah, in Japan, it really is. You're you're there for life. Generally, you might change once. I think, from my point, recollection, but... in Japan, as long as you're there for a substantial amount of time, it's like less of an issue if you are looking for like if you've been somewhere for like twenty years. There's probably not going to be as many questions about why you why left. you're moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you miss that, if you miss that boat in your life and you don't manage to get that first job that sets you up for life, essentially, then I can totally understand why you would go down this rabbit hole sort of so thing. The problem is it's, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way because you fail to get that job. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is you start going to interviews like a month later, two months later, six months later, and it's then, well, what have you been doing for the last six months? Yeah, why haven't you been working why, until why now? Why haven't you been working? Yeah, and it's then you've got to try and justify it. And yeah. Also, if you had been working, why are you leaving that job? You can't have this yes. job. Get out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very 
cultural wide catch 22 and so i don't i do understand why people get put in this hole and i understand why it's hard to get out of said hole and why that can lead to various depravity and being closed off and all of this stuff i mean speaking of depravity i do think they play it a bit too much for laughs at times like they absolutely in, do in the second chapter the descent as it were can, like goes <laughs> off from like i'm a hikikomori to like as we discover that his neighbor is actually a former like college friend of his so they're like let's make games to let's mm-hmm. make arrow games to here's mm-hmm. a hard drive full of uh Let's say lollies as they opposed do. to that's under- the word they use. Yep, they, lollies. lollies is the word yep. they use. Yes. To I'm gonna go to my local, presumably elementary school, with camera and start peeping. Middle school, I think. Not. That I it's don't much think better. it really matters. The distinction doesn't that. matter. Like, my point is what? Like, yeah. I'm looking at this slippery slope, and I'm like, even I don't believe he's this far gone. It's, yeah. it's not. That's not a slippery slope. That's a cliff edge. He just <laughs> jumped say that, off. Yeah. <laughs> he he swan dived off that thing. I can get that you know in the game and then becoming obsessed with that because that's your new bit. Sure, I get that. It's just then when he goes over the line, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to casually commit this massive criminal felony. Yeah, they do seem they do seem to recognise that they maybe went a bit too far because they do pull back a fair amount from that point. Like they do that in every chapter. They at every at the end of every chapter it hits towards progression or regression in some way and then immediately snaps back for the next chapter. Like there is no what? forward momentum yeah. here. No, no, like, that, that is true. That is true. They're about to kiss and now he's reclused for a month. They're about to hold <laughs> hands and now we're never gonna talk about that again. Like fucking hell. He's <laughs> Have about some to kill momentum. Himself. And now he's all better. Oh, we'll get so, to that. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Like, oh man, yeah. Just how do yeah. you not realize it's a group suicide? Okay. Towards the end of what we read, it gets real fucking dark for no reason. I, I will say, like, it's like said humor at the start. It's very, this is dark. This is black comedy, dark comedy, as you Sure. But it's like, dark comedy is one thing. Honestly, I'm totally fine with dark comedy. But then when you're talking about literally taking cameras to middle schools and mm, that's taking not dark com- shots. yeah that's not dark comedy that that's like why would I? well it is illegal but like <laughs> why do i care about this character anymore like if he's willing to do that and enjoy it if, then if it's he's, like, yeah if he's crossing that line i like you know what this guy's irredeemable cool i was gonna say <laughs> but considering the whole point of the story is trying to redeem him yeah that's definitely a yeah, Ooh, so when I say, you're pushing that a bit far. When I say they pull back from it, I didn't mean to say like they redeem him at all because they don't. No, no it's, it's, like, it's just they get, it. rid of that, they get rid of that character trait, basically. Yes, they, they, go, they do. They go, you they, know what? Let's not make him a massive creepazoid and pedophile. Let's yeah, say pedophile. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, I don't think they ever do completely get rid of it because the neighbor, the friend from college, they do yes. start to make erotic games together and maybe also manga together i'm not sure what happened there they, they keep changing the mind yes. they do yeah so they do start to do it but like the immediate thing they go to is the lolly girls like immediately so well, clearly he, it's not he gone. is a massive weeb and to be fair i don't think he is meant to be a weeb at least at the start he gets dragged no. into that place the friend, friend also is. 2006 you said that, yes. that was kind of the 2002 in character that that was the in character design at the time yeah the lolly girls yeah uh was this the the thing i love to talk about the moe blob era 
No, no Moe Blob, was Moe Blob was K-On, which was 2008. Okay, but eight, like this... No, late than eight. K-On anime started in 08, I'm pretty sure. Using my professional knowledge of the or anime ten. scene. No, I'm pretty sure K-On was before season two of Hurry. So I want to say 2008. 2009? Anime 2009. Bollocks, yeah. okay, I was one year off, sue me. I mean, either way, the novel version was 2002, and, you know, if you're going to show, if you want to show ultra-degenerate among weeaboos, then, yes, it's got to be, you know, the underage girls. Yes, I'm not... mm. You know what? I was about to say something real stupid. I was about to say, I'm not sure if you could go more degenerate, but you can. You can can always go more degenerate. You can always go. The well is bottomless. (laughs) I do feel like they kind of poke fun of that a bit in... It's either Chapter 2 or Chapter 3. It's after the whole school creeping incident that chapter three that uh, is. Uh, <laughs> yes where basically he's talking with his uh, old university friend and they're talking about making a game that designing their main heroine mm-hmm. and <laughs> that is actually a funny bit uh, you mean where they start stacking tropes on tropes on tropes Trope, yeah, yeah it's just all the tropes is like she's a maid she's the daughter she's like missing limbs in a wheelchair and the robot robot <laughs> she's physically weak so master needs to do everything for yeah. her I'm like steady on now. This is this is Isekai gold right here. Just hey, this is before the Isekai boom. <laughs> they didn't know what they had. Isekais did exist, but yeah, they did. Gonna say, uh, 1980, I think was the earliest. Oh god, I don't. 1980s. It's hard. I, was, I don't even know what the first tw- Isekai is. Na- 1980, I, I, 20 years do, ago. I do it's know. Not I can't think of there it's not Rayo. It's not Rayo either. Yeah. But... It's, it's some really niche thing that you've yeah. probably never heard of, to be honest. Apparently. First Isekai comes up with Aura Battler Dunbine. I'm gonna nod. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I, I, the historian of anime and manga, definitely know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Sean is renowned for knowing everything about every anime manga. Obviously. No, no, I, I, I'm renowned for knowing of them all. Phil's the one who's actually read them all. Yes, I, uh, I have. I've not read that many. <laughs> as our resident professional, I also don't know what that is so yeah, yeah I, I smile think and or nod. A, or a battle of dunbine sounds familiar to me in the sense that i think i've heard it as being the first one in the sense of you've read the wikipedia page at some point and gone yes uh, no it was a friend told me this well i'm literally reading the auto yeah, you have friends Google. into isekai oh no it's no, no i have a friend who's super into mech like he's on a quest to watch every mech anime Jesus is going to die doing that. Uh, honestly, he's probably not far off at this point. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, because you, you look at modern anime seasons, you don't get a lot of mechs these days. Like, you'll make get no. a Gundam a year, and a Macross every couple of years, and then a few randoms, and that's about it for mechs, generally. Yeah, it's You'd because they've be fallen out of favour a bit. Yeah, why make a mech when you can make an, another isekai? Hey, this is exactly what at least Phil loves. This is this manga. Uh, it's it's a uh, slice of life. It is a slice of life. Yeah, hey, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I get why you're is, saying that. It, <laughs> it is a wouldn't. slice of life. It's slice of life. Usually, aren't psychological. <laughs> yeah, it's a slice of life. It's a romance manga, is what it is. It is technically a romance. It's a it's a rom com. Sure. That... And as we all know, I hate rom-coms. Yeah, you yeah, rom-coms. I know. That, that's why I'm enjoying this so much, because apparently... It's a slice-of-life rom-com. Yeah, that, I've learned that rom-coms are really my thing over the course of this show. 
And so, yeah, I, I, I'm really into this. I mean, you read Fly Me to the Moon and you're just like, yeah, we need more of that. Oh, I bought that on the very second we finished reading it. I bought like, it. You read, you read page one and you were like, yep, that's it. That's you have like 15 volumes of that. You've got like a Nagatoro figure in your room just lying oh, yeah. around. I, I yeah. am, guys, I, I'm weirdly into Nagatoro. Like, <laughs> like uh, weirdly into it. I'll, you know? I'll be honest, Mike. That's probably the least weird one you could have said to me. In a way, it's like, <laughs> hey guys, you ever played Anal Tyranny? <laughs> like, no, no Mike, I haven't played Anal Tyranny. That'd be fucking weird. That would be so weird to admit that on the internet in front of everyone. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Cause like, that is kind of half of the point of Nagatoro is to be the fetish fuel. Yeah. Okay. And bring it painfully back to what we're reading this week it's like right. when you see something like nagatoro and you're like you kind of nudge wink you, you realize it's meant to be fetish fuel and it's meant to be like sexually charged but also a little bit dark and weird and you get it like you understand that's what they're doing and your brain just goes that's what they're doing it either is for me or it isn't and that's fine you read this and you see they're trying to do something similar where it's like it's sexually charged it's Kind is of it? dark and funny. Is it? Is it sexually? I mean, I know he has his occasional delusions of her being like stripped and that is more than occasional. Right? Yeah, it's more but, than uh, occasional. Like and yeah, the few moments of the manga goes eighteen plus, as it were. But I don't, I don't think it's fetish fuel per se. Well, that's the thing. It's like I think that's what they were kind of going for in those scenes, at the very least. And it's like I don't feel good reading this like at all. Like, I don't. I, I would argue you're not meant to feel good reading this. Okay, Promise fair point. I don't know who is meant to read this. Yeah, like, this is a thing that um, Sean famously says all the time. Like, who is this for? Like, like who like who reads past chapter two and is like, this is a thing I want to I wanna watch or wanna, I want to read? I mean, as someone who loves, like, Schadenfreude and that kind of stuff, I mm. feel like this is, I don't know, for people who get a kick off of watching this kind of... I'm not going to say cringe, but, you know, like, the kind of people who, like, my brain is blanking on the comparison. Oh, Genjiken, which is another work of a similar time, another similar-ish theme of, like, a bunch of social, me, not great, but say, people in a weird club of some kind. I can't remember exactly what the club is in that one. But that kind of has similar things of, like, it's it's a struggle to read, but it's also for people who kind of actually want to see a more realistic depiction of this kind of stuff instead of a oh, as i said at the start oh he's he's a shut-in but actually he's super cool yeah I mean, and is, is it more realistic well here's the I thing mean, I, I mean this is a far i mean name something with a more realistic depiction of a hikikomori than this phil that you've read um, i mean i've seen so much worse <laughs> but uh, here's the, yeah well yeah. here's the thing with it it's like my i have a very vague memory of the anime which i only watch like four episodes of i think around that point and because it just you got fact also watch it coincidentally 15 years ago i watched it most likely at the same time you watched it yeah considering that, yeah. where we both were at the time yes and yeah so and i didn't watch more than that and from what i remember and i could be wrong about this because it was a very long time ago from what i remember they don't go full head first into some of the stuff that happens in the manga. Like, I don't remember them doing the middle school panty raid section of this in the anime. And as a result of that, and again, I could be wrong, but if that is the case, then it does actually show a 
more accurate air quotes depiction of the hikikomori thing because it once they get past the craziness of that first episode with the drug tripping and stuff it's less about being a creeper and a shut in and just getting making everything worse all the time and it's more about this boy actually trying to improve himself and he's just being very very awkward at it yeah he's being dropped into scenarios like trying to apply for a job or like somehow when he gets randomly roped into a college course class for a bit yeah and then like he as we learn, he's actually day. not terrible at writing if he could only you know like get over his mental inability as it were he'd probably be all right and you know could stop writing porn that he clearly hates doing <laughs> <laughs> he gets roped into writing for this game and or manga and or whatever it is well he gets roped into doing do. everything by everyone about which again that's makes true. sense because that's his personality and that's his character but yeah he gets dragged true. into a lot of things yeah he gets roped into basically whatever the last person said to him and like if he could just 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 do something for himself Maybe he well, would no, be a lot that's, better. That's the heartbreaking thing, won't we? Because like, the one, because we learned that he had this relationship with um, somebody. I think it was at college, like an old senpai of his. Um, I think Kashi. it was just high school, but yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. He, he, before he went fully off the rail, like we learned mm. that he was like a loner at that time, but he wasn't like full on hikikomori at that time, and like had a relationship with that one, and always regretted that he never really like took the next step because there were clear moments where she communicated to him that was where at least she wanted it to go, and he didn't have the resolve didn't have the courage as it were and then has his four year as we learn like relapse essentially and like he's a boy bit but then when they do meet up later again he's like no i'm finally gonna do it i'm gonna actually take the step to support her when she's clearly at like one of her lowest moments it's like yeah i i i'll come with you i saw that pamphlet i'll i was like oh thank you thank you so much as he signs up for a group suicide <laughs> yes. yeah it's yeah. like that's the one time where yeah. he was like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna take a step forward and that's what it's for and it's like oh <laughs> god and i get yeah. it because that's the comedy this is going for but it's like oh jesus christ like I, again there's dark comedy and then there's what this whole thing turns into yeah like, I mean, that, that chapter is really the peak of its dark comedy He's I... there convincing everyone, no, no, you shouldn't, shouldn't oh, give up when the they're, life. Oh, the when life. they're actually on yeah. the island, yeah, where he, first of all, is going around blissfully unaware that they've all there to die. This, this was it, yeah. And yeah. then Cotton's on, and then, like, yeah, there's a little bit where they're like, trying to convince them not to die. And then there's, after they've all kind of pretty much gone, yeah, you know what, life, it, there is something to live for in life. And he's like, that God, like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm topping myself. No, look at you. None, <laughs> no, of, none of you have the conviction to go ahead with this. Because <laughs> he's, the, he's convinced them all, and then he's like, "Oh, I'll finally, tell this girl how I feel. We'll take that step. We'll, we'll do it. We'll make it." And then she gets a phone call, and it's like, oh, "I'm getting married." Yes. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to kill myself. Because like, another just... one of example of like, yeah, let's just drop out. And he's like, hot. And I get why. It's a comedy bit. We're like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> You're finally going to do it. It's like, ah, no, I'm getting an arranged marriage. It's like, yeah. Oh. I am very much of the opinion that you can joke about anything as long as it is funny. And you're not like punching down, but you can even punch down if it's funny in the right way. Oh, I well. do it all the time on my streams. Like, just I'll I'll make a joke out of anything, regardless of what chat says. Exactly, yeah. Like, and they'll all absolutely love you for it. Um, but there's there's some stuff which is difficult to joke about. Like, um, you can joke about suicide and stuff. I mean, hey, I make I'm going to kill myself. Sorry, Sean makes he's going to kill himself jokes on stream all the time, and. Like, it can be funny, and it can work, 
But what they do here isn't really dark comedy. They all they're doing is just not taking the subject of suicide seriously. Like they're just not doing it. Yeah. Like, first of all, it's all it's this event which apparently handed out pamphlets for a group suicide on an island somewhere, which is weird to begin with. I mean, I'm not gonna say that's completely out of. I mean, I don't know if that happens. I would assume it's not exactly common if it does. I, I don't think it's common, but I think group suicide is a thing. It is definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing, Because yes. we learn, like, this is coming from, like, an offline meeting, so these are people that, I mean, They're not on the message board but, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, people that his college friend knew, so. Yeah, so these are explicitly, like, people who met online, they... Yeah bonded over this thing and they're going to do this thing together yeah even though one of them owns a fucking island <laughs> no it doesn't though is the point oh he's mortgaging it sure but i'm like jesus christ you're loaded he you at some loaded. point owned an island <laughs> yes. yeah that, that's kind of the point though he was loaded that's why he's now wanting to kill himself because he's no longer loaded and his family left him as a result all they do in this like really dark turn for this like even this like, this is a darker turn than even the earlier chapters in my opinion no, I, I, I mean, this will speak volumes about my sensibilities. I think the peeping on good little girls is darker than. Yeah, no, that's fucked this. up, no doubt. It's just the the tone of it, of everything, is just like it does this shift from kind of gross, kind of funny, kind of horny to everyone's going to die now. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's so it's really a really fucked up switch, and they kind of tried to play it for laughs but only half commit to the joke. And as a result of that, it's not funny. So all they're doing is just not taking suicide seriously. And the fact that the one guy who's like, no, you've got everything to live for. You've got this to live for or whatever. And then immediately goes, no, I will kill myself. It's like, cool. So you just undercut everything, making it even less of a joke and like even less funny. But then it all gets better afterwards anyway. So... I, I mean, the one that drives me the most mad in that scene is, especially considering what it comes at the end of, like, because you have, meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, after, as I said earlier, um, Zaki, the girl, had bugged his room. So I was, like, looking up, what is an offline meeting? And at first I was like, how do you not know this? And I was like, wait, no, this was... 2006. This was, well, that's the anime, bear in mind. This would have been 2002, 2003 uh, for the novel and manga. So I'm like, okay, completely fair. You don't know what that is. <laughs> not a common terminology at that time. Yeah, context clues may not be there, yes. Yeah, so runs over, bumps into the neighbor, Yamazaki, like says, oh god, this is what's happening. Oh, they both rush off. They're like running and running for like, I think a good chapter or so. They're running around yeah. like, and having she's having this real heart to heart. This is where she reveals that she thinks she's an absolute piece of shit and she needs him for some reason. Mm. And like he's, I can't remember what Yamazaki, I think he just is being himself and being like, man, this would be great for her for a visual novel or whatever. And then at the end of that is the reveal that, that he'd been running towards Comicare. And she's like, wait, why the fuck are we going there? He's like, ah, it's fine. He won't do it. It's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I get, I get the immediate funny of that. Like, after all, that's like, oh no, we need to save him. Actually, anime convention though. Like, I get it. Because he's a weird. I get the joke, but also, no, I, no, like, no. Like, it is, like, I just laughed at it just then because for like a second it is actually funny. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> that's not funny at all. What the fuck? Well, but that's also the thing, though, isn't it? The big twist reveal is you get that, oh no, we're just going to Comic Con because there's no way he's going to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. he's, he's not the kind. And this is right after we've just had the moment where he's like, I'm committing suicide. The others have left him and he's following through with the plan of 
depriving himself of oxygen, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So he is effectively succeeding at this attempt at this point. Mm-hmm. And the only yes, reason he fails attempt. is because the others who he convinced to give up on suicide were like, oh yeah, once you passed out, we just dragged you back onto the boat with us. Like, yeah. That's... Actually, they used the fuel for the boat for the fire, <laughs> so how did they get back? Inconsistency! <laughs> so oh, that, back yes. to the serious point. Sean, Such yeah. a you thing to say, Sean. <laughs> To be fair, that is actually a point because that was how yes. he realised they were going to commit suicide. Was wait, why are you using the boat fuel to light this campfire? Yeah, how are then, we getting back? And he said, "What do you mean, go back?" Yeah, which at that point is kind of mm, I de- I'm going to regret saying the word clever writing because it's not revealed at that point that this is in fact a group suicide. So. It, so when he says like, "What do you mean, go back?" He has like this, it's sh- like shadowed upward facing shot of this guy's face like there's a murder island like what yeah <laughs> what are no, we doing i mean here? it works well because every until that point it's like everything's been a bit off because he's like what why, why he's, he's the only one fun? trying to have fun yeah he's like but yeah. we're all here on this beach this private beach why, and it is because like, he's genuinely being outgoing like oh man you play games yeah man we should play games together what do you want to do oh do you guys tell me about your medical history what's the best i mean okay admittedly what's the best drug isn't the greatest of all time, <laughs> but you know Considering who he is, I'll allow yeah, it. And... Socially awkward. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, it's just like this is all him actually genuinely trying, and it's all it's just haha because he's on Suicide Island. <laughs> oh man, coming this season to ABC. <laughs> no, I it's it's the sequel to Love Island. You never knew you needed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cancelled. No. <laughs> I mean, that's me in these things. I get cancelled all the time in these that's shows. That's true. That's true. Not a single show goes by where Sean doesn't get cancelled. It's just, like, really unnecessarily dark towards the end. Yeah. At the beginning, it's it, like, punches you with, okay, funny, it can, people can find this funny, and then immediate degeneracy. In the middle, they do a weird rent-a-girlfriend bit for a chapter or two, and it's like, oh god, no, not again. Uh, no, I mean, pret- pret- pretending Having a pretend girlfriend is a trope. Sure, but that's From not what I want to see again. Girlfriend. I, <laughs> I was going to say, it's, yeah, it's but... different to rent-a-girlfriend. It's, it's another chance for awkward comedy, haha. It, it may have been a trope before rent-a-girlfriend, but rent-a-girlfriend's the one that traumatised me. So whenever I think of, whenever I see that happen, I'm like, oh god, not again. And hey, this this was actually before Rent a Girlfriend, so case in point. But uh, I mean, hey, you got to see a parent. <laughs> we did see a parent, which is a rare species in manga. It is true. The uh, it's awkward comedy. So it goes from punch with fast-paced drug comedy, tripping comedy, to oh god, no. To this is kind of awkward. To some uh, nefarious shit going on, like, you're like, I don't know what I want to do with this information, to, oh god, not that. And that's, that's, that's the ride that you go on through this. It's not a nice ride. <laughs> As I, I do wonder, like, who, who enjoys this? I, I know there, would be, there is definitely people out there who will enjoy it, no doubt. But it's like, who enjoys that particular ride that you're being taken on? Who sees a character that He's so irredeemable by the end of the second chapter, and then they're slowly backpedaling on. Who wants to see this guy succeed? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's just weird and gross. I want to see him succeed in not being a hikikomori. 
Yeah, yes. I, I want people to be the best version of themselves they can be. Sure, sure. Gen- general humanitarianism, I get that. Like, you know, to an extent, I do think most of his issues stem from the fact he can't take that first step. Yeah, like, I, I don't think... I think as is... soon as he's over his shuttingness. I mean, I think as soon as he takes the first step that isn't let's go to a suicide island, he's probably going to be doing better. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that wasn't intentional, to be fair. <laughs> he didn't know no, that. No, no, I get that completely. I just, again, it's like that... that... If you take out the context of what the, it's for, he is actually taking a step at that point. Yes, and but, I would argue yeah. that he takes a... I mean, besides the Suicide Island part of it, he actually does take a lot of positive steps there. Like, he's actively engaging with people without expecting really anything in return. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, he's actually trying to be sociable, and it doesn't go particularly well, and then it has a god-awful ending to it, which is then just fixed again by the end of the... by the next chapter. Uh, like they, he does take some steps yeah I think literally where we end is like Misaki comes back to the flat dejected and he's just sat there like I'm in like uh, presumably in Japan it's like I was about to say is it Tadama? no Tadaima Tadaima that I'm home but and I'm like okay cute I guess but also considering the context of everything that's happened uh... yeah like Every time like if that's not a turning point, and given the fucking track record of this manga, it's probably not. Everything's probably back to normal in chapter eleven. Um, hey, we we yeah. only read two volumes. We read two volumes, which is ten chapters. But yeah, pretty uh, in every a chapter of series. Yeah, <laughs> yes. in every chapter, bar the last couple, because the last couple are like that Suicide Island mini arc. It two immediate regression, immediate snapbacks. Yeah. I mean, hell, there's one where it looks like he's actually making genuine progression, and then. Uh, I think that was the one where he goes to college. He actually speaks to him. Zaki's like, "Yeah, but you were actually able to communicate with people in the real world and not completely ball it up." And like, "Oh my god, yes!" And then he uh, hammers nails and planks over his door for a month. Yeah, like I don't have any any belief that this is ever going to progress past this point. I think there'll be some very minor character progression, like the stuff we've already seen so far. Like he is willing to go out and try new things. But I don't think we'll ever progress past the willing to do things and grow as a character. I I think we're more likely to get acceptance than we are. Yeah, like curing in want of a better term. I feel like the obvious end of the series is him plus I forget her name. Um, yeah, they they get together and they are and he is cured well, she, she wants to be together with him apparently that, apparently, that seems yeah. to be the underlying hint because when from when she said it several times that she's very much attached her existence to his yeah they're going to be in the most codependent relationship you've ever seen <laughs> and that's going to cure him of his pseudo inceldom and he'll he'll be fine I mean, I would hope, considering the name of the series, that the whole massive... Con- and if I vaguely recall from discussing it with people 15 years ago, it does actually start to go down more the whole conspiracy thing that you think is going to be a much bigger part than it ever is in these two volumes. I was going to say, at this point in time, I have no reason to believe there is any conspiracy no, at it, all. Yeah, I was just, none. he took some drugs, he got high, and was like, yeah, it's- imagine, imagine, it's the TVs, man. They're, they're beaming. I'm surprised he hasn't worn a tinfoil hat yet. I suppose actually that's something we didn't really mention. Very brief footnote. Mm-hmm. NHK is a TV station in Japan. Yes, yes. it is. Like a big prominent one. Uh, Nippon Hozo Kyokai, or in English, Japanese Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. 
so yeah the the conspiracy is that they're controlling everything and the it's conspiracy is they're actually the nippon hikikomori kozai or something like that yeah and it doesn't come up no. No. <laughs> like it just doesn't come up and that's what the series is named after and it takes minimum two volumes more than two volumes to well, I mean, even mention it really i don't even think that's a problem i, I don't necessarily mind the fact they've called it welcome to the nhk and they've not gone into this conspiracy in some ways like you can almost argue the whole point is this manga is showing this life of the hikikomori and they're like yes yes welcome welcome to the nhk this is our propaganda kind of thing or whatever yeah i, I don't necessarily mind they've not gone into that but yeah the way it's presented in chapter one you kind of get the impression it's going to be a much bigger thing rather yeah. than just at this point a throwaway bit the implication of the early well the first chapter let's ignore the second chapter and then the sort of work that I forget her name again, and him do with Sorry. yes, that one, uh, Akira Toriyama, uh, and <laughs> it, it, the 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 implication is that the work they're doing together is healing him from being a hikikomori, and then potentially them uncovering the conspiracy of like trying to turn everyone into hikikomoris, stuff like that. That's the implication doesn't go that way i don't know if it does go that way later what it turns into is this weird pseudo slice of life romance thing where he's trying to get better but not succeeding her trying to get with him not succeeding and just some weird dark shit along the way and that's also fine but because of the mixed messaging that we got here it starts as one thing hooks you in with that like that's its hook, and then just starts being something else, and that's the reason why I'd never continued watching it when I was the when I watched the original, the anime originally. It's um, it's because like it just gets kind of boring after that point. It's like here's this hook, let's not do that, let's do something else, and then you're just sitting here thinking I'm kind of bored, and this isn't what I signed up for. I was gonna say I know, I mean I know at the time, and again this is very much at the time because I was 15 years younger at this point. But certainly <laughs> at that point when I was relatively new to whole anime and manga, this watching this is like oh this is I mean it's firstly it's cringe which I'm very which I'm sorry infamously great yeah sorry I'm I'm great at dealing with cringe I don't know why that would stop me from watching it. Oh no no um I I remember you saying you actually have zero tolerance for cringe you said that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll carry, carry on. Blurring. Um, <laughs> the universes, they're combining. <laughs> oh, no. Um, the, yeah, yeah. As it, it's also like when that's one of your very first things, it's like, man, look at this fucking weirdo into anime. I'm like, uh. Yeah. This is hitting close to home to something I haven't become yet. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, when me and Sean and possibly Phil, I don't know if you were there, when we originally watched this anime together, I was not. Yeah, that we were at a university society. Oh, just anime. give it all away, why don't you? I know, I know. I'm just showing behind the curtain. And at the time, it was like we would just watch some shows together, and the entire room voted on, got to vote on what the, we. The, would the entire watch. room, being fucking weebs, including myself, voted mm -hmm. for the four animes. So uh... yeah, well, yes, <laughs> that's true. But like, <laughs> we got to vote for a group of shows that we would watch regularly. And this, I believe, was like the top winner after that first episode. People were into it. I think it was Black Lagoon, but I could be wrong. Okay, well, this is one As of the As a sidebar, Black Lagoon's great. Watch Black Lagoon. Black anyway, Lagoon is pretty great. Also gets weird, but it's still good. But yeah, it 
we like collectively this was one of the things we voted for after that first episode because we we're like yeah this is really cool we want to see more of this and then by the time episode three or four rolled around the entire room was like can we not watch this anymore <laughs> like it just like and this is with me vaguely remembering that they cut out some of the more problematic shit with this it's like i, I clearly it doesn't hook a room full of weebs with something that should by all right to be very close to home with the weeb community so it's like what's the advantage here of telling the story this way I'll i mean again it. bear in mind originally this was a novel so presumably and uh, from what i read it's like fairly close to like what the actual author was going through at the time of like mm-hmm. uh, so i think it's more again meant, you're meant to more see it as like that psychological analysis is too strong a word but that kind of like it's more meant to be aiming for that than it is necessarily haha look at the weeb struggling but it obviously and again i have not read the novel i've never read the novel version but i'm assuming they turned the comedy up to 11 for manga and anime because why wouldn't you you're now trying to appeal to the same demographic that you were talking about in the book i mean that is a thing which uh me mike has always hated in manga which is the overblown shouting that happens in basically every scene ah i mean my my favorite instance of this kind of stuff is like I think actually you might, I think you might have actually seen this one, Mike. I know Phil has. Uh, From the New World, aka uh, Shinsuke Yori. Yes. And so that was originally a book and, you know, did very well and then got adapted into a really well made anime that kind of really like delves into that and like the psychological elements and everything of it. When the manga adaptation was happening, they were like, wait, whoa, part of this is that there's drugs that make people gay. Let's lean in on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. where, whereas the anime actually did like with the more serious route, which is like they, quite nuanced and yeah, yeah. the the manga's like man, this means we can draw lesbians. <laughs> yeah, the dream question mark. <laughs> but that's the point. Like that's an example of how you can like an ad- adaptation can completely shift to the perspective of something yeah. because they've got missed the point. You want to yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand. And it's the thing which this does is. It tries to cover, like, paper over the horrible shit that they're by rights doing by shouting. And they are constantly, and probably because of this change between the novel, which is probably taking this quite seriously, I would assume. Again, I also have it. It is the same writer, for what it's worth. Yeah, but when they, when they translate it to manga, they've got yes. to have, like, a lot of dynamic, dynamicism and dynamic shots and stuff. And so they take what is probably a very serious thing, like, suddenly they, this person is discovering his desire for little girls, and they start trying to paper over it with the comedy of, what have we shouted about it constantly, and injected pseudo-fighting spirit into this. Ah, oh, Oh. I mean, I, that does yeah. that does transition me into like, because I, I want to I want transition to me to the art basically, mm. and I'm on two sides of that. Because on the one hand, they do do a great job with character expressions and all that to show just how deranged and psychologically damaged mm-hmm. most, well, not just um, Sato over lead, but most of the cast are in their own ways. But then it's like it's the most normally panelled manga. Like, oh yeah normal squares normal art and that, that i think the art character art is great i just the rest of it's a bit doesn't really lean into the themes as it were that it could do but the char- character expressions are great the expressions are great they're, they're, they're pretty good 
they definitely get across what they're, you're they're, trying they're to get. They're all right. Uh, you know, not so bad. Uh, pretty shit, actually. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> boom. I mean, uh, I, I call them great, but yeah, like you, you can tell what expression someone has. I, I feel they really do showcase, especially with the lead, his psychological breakdowns, as it were. Yeah. So I, the close-up shots of the faces with the expressions and the shadowing and stuff, they are all very good. Uh, everything else is, uh, no. Bland, fine. fine. Like I'm just. I, I don't through. think I'd be as cruel as bland, but I do see where you're coming from. I, I, for me, it just feels like it's, uh, it's from that sort of era where you could pick out a handful of manga from different artists, and I couldn't tell you whose was whose if I didn't already know. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I, mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying generic art, but point is, it it is the style of the time. Yeah, it's also, and I know this is again a stylistic thing, not just of the time, but in current manga as well. It's like backgrounds, there's basically none in a solid 80% of what we've seen here. Like the majority of backgrounds are a few lines just to signify movement. I, I mean, I feel like what when it's in his room, you do get a, a sense because you are always, or his neighbor's room, you're always shown like the mad clutter that is like. The disorganized chaos, yeah, of the way they live. But I, yeah, no, I can see that outside of those, it is. Yeah, it's Again, like I, you... I don't think they're as bad as you make it out, but also I'm not gonna go to bat for them. Yeah, like I, th- I, I'm sticking with what I said before that they are outside of the facial expressions exclusively. Is it's fairly bland, and that's that's a little unfortunate because you can do a lot with this kind of idea. But on the other hand, maybe considering where this thing goes story-wise maybe it's a good thing we didn't get more de- lovingly detailed art that would be oh, concerning are you telling me you didn't like the delusions about Masaki being pinned down and not well, a fan. the other character's like yes yes indulge do it <laughs> yeah I'm not she a hates huge fan. you really rip off her clothes and oh my phone's ringing oh oh wait you can actually oh we can actually go out on our date okay mm. bye yeah like I do get concerned when you see how vivid the delusions this man harbors is versus the what he's trying to gain out of their relationships. Like, oh, it, it's mean, very when he, when he was able to download thirty gigabytes of of lolly content in two thousand two. Yes, in two thousand two. Damn. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And like, you would have had to that, done that shit with dial up. <laughs> you would have had to dial up that kitty pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a lot of effort you put into that, and like it's a lot of space to be used up. I mean, yeah, ugh, god, we're old. No, I mean, I'm not old, I'm the youngest of all. You. I'm that no, feels still the youngest, even if we've, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you, are you people complaining <laughs> oh, that you're old? Oh, it's just oh. as they say, life ends at 34, and damn, my, my <laughs> life's fucked. As yes, that, you're also that... not 34. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I am in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> that well-known phrase, <laughs> life ends at 34. <laughs> Imagine if you were 34. Fuck you, I guess. I mean, according to this manga, life ends at 22. <laughs> I mean, That's it does you don't get a job. Character is. I, I do like that we get, university. That we get brief, a brief snippet sometimes into these four years, but like it, it does feel like Sato has a backstory at times. Like when we it get does, to his and past. I totally understand the absolute nihilism that he's dealing with at that age. I feel like a lot of young adults, 
especially in, at least in our country are taught that the day you hit 18 you're an adult you may have like two days grace on it or something but you're an adult now and therefore you have adult responsibilities you must do the adult thing you're no longer a child get on with it and then if you haven't succeeded by the time you're 22 you can see other people of your age range you've already got like the family and the kids and the job and stuff so i i get it not as 100 percent sure on the family but definitely like there's things of like if by the time you've hit 25 and you're not already set on your career path you're like watching i don't know yeah. fucking say like say i mean i know mike watches tennis all the time you're like watching that you're going, yeah, like, yeah. man look at coco goff she's already she's won a grand slam she's already set for life oh, she's you- not even 20 you you know the name of a tennis player? Oh, good job! I I tried. I yeah. yeah I, did, I think, did you Google it? Did you? Was Google it, it? Is it is it um S- Serena Federer? Yeah, that's another. No, one. you silly! That's Serena Williams. Oh, you don't know. Oh, uh, my bad. No. Tim Hedman. He's a guy. <laughs> that's definitely definitely a guy. <laughs> <laughs> silly twenty years ago, but okay. <laughs> Andy Murray. He maybe still plays wait is he winning because he, if, if he's uh, winning he's, he's british <laughs> uh, we're I, in alternate universe land, why not i've got bad news <laughs> actually no yeah alternate universe yeah his his hip didn't fall apart he's fine oh yeah yeah he's totally Good. fine in this universe. not that i know this because it's alternate universe but yeah. Yeah, he's going cool. for right, his you know fifth world championship why not i you're not far off um, <laughs> okay so <laughs> back to this <laughs> Does anyone have any final points they wanted to bring up? Uh, there was one last thing I wanted to mention. Well, uh, mm-hmm. like two last things I wanted to mention, but one's yeah, not really that important. But yeah, I know because Phil mentioned like uh, TL notes earlier, and I want to say because like the version we read has a lot of TL notes, and infamously, I read all of them. I don't. I didn't read those. Yeah, and yet you those. probably still understood most of what was going on, even though you didn't read any of them. That is true, actually. Um, I didn't read any of them, and yeah, I got it. Uh, context clues were pretty well written in this. What translator notes were there beyond like, NHK? Every time they made like a potentially cultural reference or anything like that, they did. They were sure to put. I mean, I don't know because I didn't read them, but uh, right, I'm sure. Right, right. They, I'm no, sure you know, did. you you read them all. That's the point. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I I read them all. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> we're nailing Wait. this. Wait, no, no. <laughs> No, I don't. Yes, read them. You, you don't. No, you read you, them you do I, read them all. I don't. I famously don't. I famously don't read. No, wait. wait no, you're you're the wait. wrong way here, yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> what universe are we in? Okay. Uh, 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 <laughs> you read them all. I don't read them all. That's it. That's okay. All okay. Well, whichever universe we're in, the point. The point <laughs> is, like, I you didn't need the translator notes to understand what was going on. That is true, and that's good. Like, here's the thing: the story, the plot of this is, is uh, it's all over the place and kind of awful but it's written well <laughs> like i got what they were going for there's no doubt in that yeah. Like, uh, it's yeah and and i think the only other thing i would say was it was not like chapter one of this was a normal length like there was no super long first chapter or anything they were all about three to 40 pages they're all yeah and there was only 10 chapters it made for the two volumes yeah. and it made the whole thing a pretty decent reading experience i mean Aside all the horrible shit we just talked I, I about. Say, I, did, I didn't have fatigue from... Re- I had mental fatigue, but yeah. I didn't have, you know, fatigue from, like, pacing or too much text or anything like that. You I didn't mean, fall you asleep have, in the middle of it. How can you have fatigue from pacing when it is basically episodic? Uh, that's the point. I didn't. That's the thing. I don't know if I would count well, that's as That's my episodic. point. You, you can't get fatigued. There is no 
piece I, of I read QE. I read no Q- Oh, you mean in this? Sorry, I thought you meant as an overall, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you can get fatigued from what it, the themes it's discussing, like the mental baggage more than sure. anything in this one. Emotional fatigue. Yeah. I mean, I can't possibly relate, but I imagine if you could, then... Oh, oh yeah, totally. Uh, Sean famously couldn't relate to this kind of thing. <laughs> I feel you're losing track of which characters you're supposed to be here. Fine, we're always done. <laughs> <laughs> so, if that was everything... Th- th- those are the last points I had. I don't know if you kids are anything else you wanted to bring up. I don't, I don't think so. It's like, the only thing I was going to mention is something to the effect of the pacing. And it's like, you can read this. It's just emotionally taxing, but not in like a deep, meaningful way. <laughs> it's like, it's the, because of the pacing of it, it's surprisingly fast paced for the things they're discussing. And I think part of that is just so you don't think about the shit they're saying too hard. But uh, yeah, it's trying to tell a story of people who are already just learning how to interact with real life and they do it in a very strange way and as a result of that it's it's kind of interesting to read but is it good nah, i guess we'll get to that into the conclusions which we are drawing fast to now so let's start with uh we always go with Sean last so let's go with uh, let's go with Sean. At this point of the show, we always ask a series of questions. Uh, would you read more? Would you buy more? Would you watch more? But for Phil, we always ask slightly different ones, which we'll get to him in a minute. So, Sean, you first. Would you read more of this? Would you watch more of this? Would you buy more of this? Okay. Well, first of all, like the disclaimer, I do already own the first two volumes of this from back in the day. And uh, as Mike said, we have both watched a few episodes of this. Back in our youth, yeah. Re- this is this. It's it's uncomfortable to read at times. Like it makes, like really does kind of make you feel discomfortable, isn't the word? But you know, you get a sense of discomfort from reading this. It go, like goes beyond the lines of like cringe and anything to actual genuine mental suffering. Thanks to a very well, as, as I said earlier, a very well depicted Hik- Hikikomori, like someone who is actually has these genuine mental issues and isn't just natural born leader as soon as he gets hit by a truck so like it's it's both praiseworthy at that point but also you're suffering for it to be praiseworthy it does i feel like it gets some of the like in for one of a better term light comedy pretty all right like um there's a, we didn't talk about it but there was one bit where uh, mizaki is trying to psychoanalyze him by talking about food and so he seeing this immediately because it's about as subtle as a brick gives all of the sex references that food has and she can't cope with that to put it mildly which also now i say about it is also a little bit yeesh but uh you know mm-hmm. like compared to things like haha we're going to commit suicide you take you can get for like comedy in this but i say i do feel weirdly it does get the comedy right even if then you do plenty of times go oh wait hang on this isn't oh no so yeah i it, it's I think it sells itself out for jokes a bit too many times again with that affirmation suicide. Like, he's making a step forward, but really he's not because he's going to die now. Yeah. And that also doesn't help with the whole very start-stop progression with, like, countless chapters where it looks like they're going to take a step forward. Oh, my God, it looks like they're going to kiss. Oh, my God, it looks like they're going to hold hands. Oh, my God, it looks like he's actually going to help his friend out and, like, take a step towards that and then immediately snapping back as soon as the next chapter starts. 
which means that there is no real... I don't want to say he's the same person at the start of Chapter 1 as he is at the end of Chapter 10, but not far off. And even if he's not, he'll probably revert to it within a chapter or so. The art, as I say, good, good character expressions helps elevate that. In other areas, uh, not so much. I feel like, again, you could do a lot more with paneling to really kind of emphasise the uh, insanity of it all. But to do that, you'd also need to lean more into the conspiracy side of things, which this surprisingly throws to the wayside, like so many of its ideas, just frozen to the wayside after a chapter to move on to whatever the next hit of the next chapter is. So I struggle to read this, but I also appreciate it's intentional. It's not meant to be just a nice, happy-go-lucky read. You are meant to have conflicting feelings about the characters and what's going on as it goes on. And it's not its not the first time I've read a work like that. I've read things like... Um, Oh, to use some examples, uh, to give an example, I think uh, neither of these two will have read it, but uh, Spitting, a graphic novel by Tilly Walden, which kind of goes through her, an autobiographical story of her, I want to say it was like when she was around 8 to 12 or something like that, and the st- struggles she was going through and like genuinely getting a sense of like suffocation as I'm reading that. And I think it's a really good, well done book, but it's also not a fun book to read. So you can have works that are good, but also make you feel like shit. And this... <sighs> kind of in that line so yeah i one day i will finish nhk i don't know if it would be reading the rest of the manga i don't know if it would be watching the rest of the anime i don't know if it would be maybe seeking out the novelization version and reading that but i do want to complete this story nhk at one point just to see how it progresses and how it ends whether it does lean more into the conspiracy whether it leans more into the character redemption or like how it progresses because yeah there are interesting elements at play here and i think it's uh, we didn't really talk about it but this is kind of seen as a cult classic and i do completely see why but you know because of the amount of discomfort it causes i'm, I'm in no rush i've got i've got play i've got free red and the puffco dies animes to watch i'm in i'm in no rush to give myself mental anguish by seeking out and watching this or reading this so yeah, it's it's definitely a, I want to fully experience the full story of Welcome to the NHK one day, but not anytime soon. And reading this again and experiencing it for the first time in 15 years has reminded me of the both intriguing and nightmarish elements of it, but it hasn't pushed it up the chain, so to speak. It's still where it always was of like, I'll get back to it one day. And then uh, I'll be 50 years old and be like, yeah, one day. So yeah, that's a... Uh, that's my awkwardly intermediate opinion on NHK. <laughs> it's nice, but it makes me feel like shit. So I'll get, I'll do it one day. Uh, classic Sean opinion. Uh, let's go to me next. Why not? We'll save the best for last. Everyone loves Phil. So everyone does love Phil. Mm-hmm. So would I read more, watch more, and would I buy into it? And I think the pretty definitive answer is no. No to all of the above. I just, I, it really rubbed me up the wrong way that it effectively lies to you about its premise. That the first episode is actually pretty funny. And then it just immediately goes about not doing that. It is weird. It's creepy. It doesn't make me feel good reading it at any point because they immediately ruin any kind of goodwill that it has with that second chapter. It makes you wonder why do you actually want to follow this guy he's irredeemable and yes he's trying yes i want to see him be the best version of himself yes i want to see him be better but based on what we're given here i don't i don't have any drive to see that happen i want humanity to improve but 
this guy is just no. I have no connection with this character or any of the characters, and I don't see it improving. Especially because I believe, as Sean said earlier, it's like everything snaps back to the first point at the beginning of every, every beginning of every chapter. I get that you're trying to maybe do an episodic thing, but I never bought that. I never did. It just it felt like less like an, an episodic thing and more just like a story with no progression. Or, like a sitcom, maybe? I mean, maybe. but like that kind of premise where yeah. stuff that happens one week doesn't carry over to the next week for the most part. Man, man this would be the weirdest The Simpsons ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's like that one episode of Futurama. Oh, I forget exactly which one it is, but basically Fry saves the world because he watched TV. And the whole, it ends like, he's like, oh, that's the great thing about TV. Next week, everything's all back to normal. And just the entire world is in flames and collapsing around him as the and, credits are rolling. And then indeed, the next and time everything's next, back to normal. Next week, yeah. it's just like, yeah, nothing, nothing happened. Ah, but the thing and, is... And then they level New York. <laughs> well, then they rebuild it. Well, that's yeah. Megas XLR right there. <laughs> Man, how come we've never talked yeah. about that on this show? No, Megas I, XLR. Yeah, I never. can't. I can't imagine why we would ever talk about that show. It's terrible. Oh, awful. I mean, we yeah. talked about Mechs earlier. Perfect example. Yeah, we had yeah. a perfect opportunity to talk about Megas XLR, and we just didn't. We didn't, because chicks hate giant robots. Famously, that is the line of the show, yes. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see this as a... I don't see this as a thing worth reading at all. And I get that it's got some, like, sort of... Uh, I don't know if cult following is the right term. It, it's got some sort of following to it. It's like... A lot of people know about this, but it's like, no, absolutely not. That I will not be reading more, watching more, buying more. It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem worth my time. It just doesn't. And eh, if it's not worth your time, and I've famously I've got far too many things to watch and read, and it, I'm not going to bother putting this on my list. It's just not worth it. So with that, we'll finally throw to Phil. So Phil's questions are a little bit different. Uh, would you? Mm. Would you? <laughs> I'll, I'll save you the effort. My questions are the same this week. They are, but yes, this week they are the same. Thank you, Phil, because he has not prior had prior experience of this. He has not read it in advance. So, would you read more, watch more, buy more, and hey, just for fun, would you recommend it as well? You know what, Mike? No, no, just, just a just blanket. No. no, just a big blanket. No, like like you sort of touched on something there at the end of what you were saying. This idea that it is this big series in a way, like everyone's heard of Welcome to the NHK. Like even I heard of it before we decided we were reading this. I've never read it. I've never watched it before. This is my first experience with it. But I have heard of Welcome to the NHK. It is one of those series where it's just like, if you have been in the anime manga community for a little bit, you have probably heard it. It's one of those series. It's... And by a little bit, we mean 15 years. <laughs> well, no, but like, oh, you know how man. it's like, if you get into anime nowadays, people say, oh, you need to watch like Full Metal Alchemist or Death Note. I, what? I'm, I'm not, not going right, to say Grandpa. it's... Grandpa. Jesus. Kids these days, it's like Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero. And... No, people still generally recommend Full Metal and uh, Death Note. I mean, people still recommend Dragon Ball Z. Well, yes. Wanting to watch anime from before 2010. How cringe. It's, it's, <laughs> more, it's more those are the big ones that people are like, yeah, these are your good intro animes and whatnot. And I'm not going to say this is on that list, but the point is it has that sort of 
renown in that once you get that little bit more into the community, once you've watched your beginner animes and mangas and whatnot, it starts to be like, oh, what else do people recommend? It's like, oh, why don't you check out Welcome to the NHK? Why not? And it's like, I don't just, why? Actually, why? I don't, I don't get it. There is nothing about this that I'm like, yes, I understand now why everyone goes on about this series. It's fine. It has a lot of problematic content, particularly that second chapter. But otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just a pretty standard series. Like What? Like, Explain to me how this is standard, please. Like The point is, there is nothing there that makes me go, yes, this differentiates itself from the rest of the rabble. There's nothing there that's like, oh yes, these are the characters of all time. This is the plot that will be held up as along the greats of Lord of the Rings. It's it's it, it's fine. You want a manga to read? You you could certainly read this. I wouldn't recommend it because again, problematic chapters notwithstanding. It is very episodic sitcomy. However, you want to describe it, there is no carryover of progression which is not a problem necessarily but it then does become why should I care the whole initial premise of this is he is this Hikikomori you are trying to see him break out of that you are trying to see him stop being a Hikikomori and in these two volumes everything is presented in such a way that I have no reason to believe anything will change between now and the end of the series it will always just be the same we will get to the end of the last chapter and nothing will really have changed. And it's just, why should I care at that point? Yeah. And I, I don't feel an anime is going to do much different. I think you guys said it cut out some of the problematic content, which, great. I don't think there's any reason to include it in the first place necessarily. In some ways, I feel it almost harms its core message in a way, in that it's trying to depict that these people, these hikikomoris, are otherwise perfectly normal people. They are just down on their luck, a little socially inept, maybe. But then it goes, oh, you know what? Actually, they're just giant pervs and potential pedophiles. And it's like, that that's not the message I would go with myself. Mm. It almost feels like it's leaning into the stereotype a bit, which was what they were warning about in chapter one, when he's like, no, no, totally not a hikikomori. And then he proceeds to prove all the stereotypes correct. And it's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand why this is of renown as it is. Maybe stuff happens in the later volumes. I don't know. I have zero desire to find out. Yeah, uh, I think if this had stuck to its sort of premise and been more about the Hikikomori trying to interact with real life and also some of the conspiracy stuff and it would be better but well so yeah i think that's the thing for me there's two routes you could take it you could either go more into that sort of idea of the conspiracy he had in his drug-induced hallucination that mm-hmm. oh yeah there's a big conspiracy going on i'm gonna bust it wide open which they seem to have no interest in doing or they could go he's having that drug-induced hallucination that's kind of part of his impetus to change He's like, no, no, what, what's going on? I'm believing there's some grand conspiracy. Maybe I should try and get out there, interact with people, apply for some jobs again or whatever. And then it's just sort of, 
is similar to what we've got now, but maybe you get that a little bit of forward momentum. You don't even necessarily need much. You just need to show that actually he is doing these things. And even if he gets shot down, say, like he gets rejected from a job application, you see he's taken that step and you can see him perhaps brush himself off, apply for the next one. That is still forward momentum, but we get none of that. Yeah. And yeah, just, hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I mean, like so many of these shows, I am the one who stands it and then you kids are like, no, it's terrible. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's terrible. Like, it, it's fine. I legitimately would say fine, apart from chapter two, which is very not fine. Yeah, I mean, I think even if you just cut out the last part of chapter two, you'd probably be okay. If it was up to the line of, oh, I'm being a creeper on the internet, as opposed to here I am yeah. going out with my actual camera. I mean, yes, I would also get rid of that hard drive full of... I feel that, like, I feel that's the line. Just I feel that with. is, it's icky, but that's still a line you can go up to and redeem him as opposed to actually committing felony. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like you could actually change that to be like, have him being like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. You could have him being the voice of reason there. But um, yes, to, to an extent, I do appreciate part of that is down to the culture of anime and manga at the time. It was very much all about the lollies. Which is its own problem. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, so mostly knows with a sprinkling of maybes in there. <sighs> Maybe this is not the kind of shut-in you want to interact with in real life. But if you do want to interact with a real-life shut-in, x.com slash king. Oh right, yeah, it's X in this universe. Um, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. If you wanna, you wanna hear my latest exploit tales of like, I mean, um, probably real time updates on how much my tough either hurts or is much better now, and how much I don't have the money for it anymore. But uh, yeah, you can you can enjoy that by following me on X. Uh, probably at some point I will drag myself back to watching Freeware and the Apothecary Dies. I don't know why I stopped. It, Christmas happened, and then I was like, yeah, now I'm not watching anime. And it's like, God damn it. God damn it, me. Get back to that. You like those shows. So, uh, yeah, follow me. Follow me on X for all of the content. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, if you want to see a person that loves going outside, uh, then you can find me uh, at Berserkra on all social platforms and uh, twitch.tv slash Berserkra as well. Uh, you can follow Phil at Fanaxkian. And now, Bill, a surprise right. question for you. We love surprising oh my God. you. This is such a surprise. We never do this. What is an anime original ending that you actually like? Oh, oh, geez. You've doomed us there now. Is... He's going to be here for five minutes. Yeah, no, there, there actually is, the there is one. I just can't think of it. <laughs> the power of editing. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. No. Yeah, that's all right. Maid Summer. No. Shaman King. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, fuck, no, there is one we've talked about before. There, there uh, is one. Ne Negma? Negma, no. Oh, I cannot for the life of me remember. There is, like, one series where I'm like, this has an anime original ending, and it's legitimately good. Black, but no, you know. Not that no. One. no. Uh, Naruto. <laughs> don't think it had an anime original ending, funnily uh, enough. No, I'm just looking at a random list. Not Made Summer. Uh, Magi? No. Death uh, Note. Amagami? Oh, am I thinking of, like, the Death Note live action? You if you're thinking it, of yeah. the one where L writes his name in yeah. the thing to get it, yeah. That, yeah that's you, live action, I remember you, that. You've mentioned that before. That might be the thing I'm thinking of. Unless it's a fate work, but... <laughs> no. 
No, because the only anime original one would be Dean Stay Night, which <laughs> the ending itself wasn't exactly anime original, but the series was a horrible amalgamation of... Oh, uh, Mysterious Girlfriend X? No. Okay. I don't actually remember how that ends. Shanna. Shanna. I mean, frankly, a painful I... shit's better than the manga, but you know. I was going to say, I've not read the ending of the manga, I can't comment. <laughs> God knows. Was it something like XXX Holic, maybe? No. I, I think I might be thinking of like the live-action Death Note. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to cheat, Mike. Okay. I'm going to cheat, because I'm uh-huh. going to say uh, My Hime, which we might read the manga of at some point. Yeah. But of note, mm-hmm. the anime and the manga yeah. are, I'm not going to say completely different, but they are very different. Well, you know, that still so counts. They are like two different stories, effectively. Still counts. Some same elements, but I would say that. Based on the question I asked, that still counts. So, that's a, certainly a hot take, probably. And uh, feel free to follow Phil for more hot takes and cheated answers, which we'll never forgive him for. Uh, you can follow us. Wait, where as can a, I follow him, Mike? Uh, I already told you, Fanaxian on, on X, if you want to do that. If you can also follow us as a whole on X at Trash Manga Cast or Trash Manga Friends pretty much everywhere else. Uh, links to all of our socials and other pod platforms are in the handy dandy card link down below or wherever it is on your particular platform. Hit us up on any of those with some of your own cheated answers to that question and maybe we'll feature some of that on future episodes. Who knows? You never know. So, now, we have finally escaped the dark, dank depths of depravity that is the NHK, so surely, surely we have to be exploring something a lot more wholesome in the future. Right, Phil? What's the light at the end of the tunnel after this uh, depraved situation? I mean, you, you know what? Do you know what we've not done in a while? Was that? In a hot minute. Mm-hmm. We've not done an isekai. Oh, we never do isekai in this Oh, uh, you, you know what? Yeah, I thought, you know what? For our first ever isekai on the series, <laughs> yeah. that we famously never do isekai on. No, no. They're actually very I famous, rare. I famously hate them. Yeah, they're very rare in this universe. Yeah. Like, we are always asking you, like, why don't you do more isekais, Phil? They're the hot thing at the moment. And you're like, they're no. Like, they're, all, they're all just such grand hits. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm a massive hipster. Couldn't Phil, for the love of God, give us an isekai. <laughs> Next time, we are going to be reading Sword Art Zen- Line. <laughs> uh, we, we can't review that for the 45th time now. No, we've never done an Isakai. <laughs> no, no, but that, that's like the worst Isakai of all. Oh, sorry, my <laughs> Apparently. bad. Nobody's ever heard of it. <laughs> Niche little series. <laughs> uh, next time, we are going to be reading Zenin Osan, Umarekawa Tara, SSS Rank Jinsega. Kakute Shita. Or in English, because God, I can actually read that one. Your triple S rank afterlife is confirmed, a virtuous old man. Uh, yes, the really wholesome series are the ones with run-on sentence titles. And to hear to hear how wholesome it is, we'll see you again in a fortnight. Until then, stay safe. Go outside. Touch grass. And maybe we'll see you in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye!